This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Preparation H. Preparation H multi-symptom pain relief cream is the only hemorrhoid cream with maximum strength permoxine for multiple symptom relief. The proprietary blend with vitamin E, panthenol, and soothing aloe provides rapid relief from pain, burning, itching, and discomfort. Adults, when applying this, please cleanse the affected area by patting or blotting with an appropriate cleansing wipe. Gently dry by patting or blotting with a tissue or a soft cloth before applying this cream. Preparation H multi-symptom pain relief cream is to only be applied externally or in the lower portion of the anal canal. You can make your first purchase of Preparation H by clicking on the link in the show notes and entering promo code hashtag MrBlister and you'll receive 40% off of your first tube. Please keep away from pets and children and do not use as a lubricant supplement. Please enjoy the show. Welcome in to this college football edition of the Banner Sports Media Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Delbane, and with me today are my esteemed banter colleagues, Mr. Tyler Wise and the Triggered Ginzer himself, Mr. Logan Weaver. Boys, it's great to finally have some company on here. I know we had Logan and uh, Ryan Warder on the pod last week. Logan, how's it feel to be back, pal? Oh, great. I'm, I'm glad we got past the pilot episode. I wasn't sure if we were going to be allowed back for a second one as guests, so I'm glad to be here for sure. It was definitely a rough go at it for the debut. <laughs> we got some scab knees, but, you know, that's what kind of we need to do. We got to take our lumps early on just so we can get everything rocking and rolling. Mr. Wise, it's a pleasure to have you too, pal. Thank you, man. Um, I'm kind of upset that you didn't introduce me as the fourth wise man, but we can get past it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're, uh, we're kind of running uh, on uh, fumes here. So, listen, fourth wise man, you better, you better grace us with some uh, pretty insightful picks here because if I'm on another losing end of a Saturday, I might just pull my fucking hair out and actually yeah. uh, call it quits here. That one, well, that one's partially on me for uh, last week's picks. The only thing I had right was Oregon blowing out USC. Everything else, uh, if you faded me last week, you got rich, though, so you got that. Last week was such a weird week in, in college betting in general. College betting and NFL. I saw, like, the NFL had, I think it was every single home team. Home covered. team. Every single home team won, straight up, I think. Every That's... single U.S.-based home team. Let's not forget – out in London, yes. the designated home team lost out there. I can't remember who the fuck that I, was. I, I think the Giants, the Giants ruined it too. But that when I heard that, it was like on Sunday. So yes, I mean that's correct. that's just wild though. Yeah how did uh, how did that Hawaii pick go for you, Logan? Not good. That wasn't a good one either. As I said, Oregon was the only thing I had right, and um, I got too involved with the stats last week. Had too much stuff written down, too many scripts. This week, um, I had a sticky note at one point. Lost that, so I'm, I'm I have nothing in front of me. I'm just spitballing here, so probably more successful this week. Yeah, out of the eight loyal listeners that tune into this pod each week and listen to all the the hard work I put into this, um, I woke up at about four a.m. on Sunday morning to a nice text saying "fuck" from one of those loyal listeners since Hawaii didn't cover. So, uh, uh, <laughs> thank you, LA Yogi, for uh, being a prideful, <laughs> hateful eight of these bunch of fucking jagoffs here. So. Um, yeah, what we're going to get into, we got about six or seven picks here. We're going to run through them based on the start times of the games. So I hope you guys are tuning in for like a 12 hour shift tomorrow, just like everybody else is. Um, I don't know what you're doing for your Saturday, but I will be strapped in, buckled up, um, with Mr. Tyler Magri and my father. Um, we're probably going to drink one or two beers, um, just a casual day drinking. Um, and we'll see where we go from there. Is there such thing as casual day drinking with you guys? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, 
Uh, I guess I'll say we'll see how it goes after this uh, 12 p.m. kickoff game because we're starting off with number four, Penn State, playing number 17, Minnesota. Row those boats, P.J. Fleck, you fucking loser. We got two undefeated Big Ten teams facing off here. Uh, PSU is actually facing its first Big Ten opponent with a winning record. Um, T. Wise, I want to open it up with you. What are your thoughts on this Minnesota team? Are they for real? And how are they going to stack up against this Penn State team? Well, first things first, I think that I think the Big Ten should just boycott this game for Minnesota, not allowing it to be a night game. That, that's probably one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. Um, Agreed. Like, how, how do you have two – is Minnesota what? They're – 14th in the in the rankings or something they are number 17 right now this has to be like the biggest game for them since i don't even know like lawrence maroney was there i don't even know if they're then yes yes like when when has minnesota ever had a team this good and you have a top 10 team coming in your house and you're just gonna be like nah so to to me that in itself i think speaks wonders about the game of where you should put your money if if the player department doesn't think they can put a night game on this I mean, I, I'm definitely going to a towards Penn State on that. Yeah, I and mean, I forgot to mention, too, that the line is Penn State's giving seven. I forgot to mention that. Okay, so that definitely changed. I think it was – I think I saw it as low as five and a half at William Hill. But, um, I mean, I, I would definitely take – I think, honestly, Penn State should blow them out. I think the fact that it's a, it's a 11 o'clock game. Time, 11 a.m. You're not going to have the student section fill up till maybe, like, mid-second quarter. So, I don't think it will be too crazy there. To be honest, and I mean, Penn State already beat Iowa away, which I think helped James Franklin get that monkey off his back of that. Like, like he he was like oh for six for ranked away against ranked opponents away or something like that. Yep. So he finally got that off his back, and I think Iowa is so much more scary to play away than Minnesota. And Minnesota, if you look at their schedule, is a joke, man. Like they, I feel like this happens every every couple of years with what is it, the Big Ten. Is it West. officially the West, the West now? They are, it used to be like Legends and something. Yeah, Legends and Leaders or some <laughs> dumb bullshit. <laughs> Presidents and Generals, just something now, ridiculous. That actually makes sense. It's the West. So, yeah, yeah, it's then. not the Legends anymore. <laughs> so, so the West, like, I mean, you, you can kind of squeak through there without playing anyone every once in a while. I mean, if you look at their next three games, I mean, the next they got, they got Iowa and then Wisconsin. And so, I mean, you, you can't really – they have very backloaded schedule, so you, I don't think you can really say much about them at this point. Um, they had close games with Fresno. Fresno took them into overtime. Um, shout out to Fresno just beating Hawaii last week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you got Georgia Southern. They only beat by three two. Like, there's my boys. Every, there we are. Everything, everything has been really close. The, the mighty San Diego State. I mean, San Diego, South Dakota State Jackrabbits. They beat by a, a whole seven points too. So if you I don't mean, beat a team that's named after a rabbit by more than <laughs> three touchdowns, you are not for real. I will stand by that. Shout out Adam Terry. Um, <laughs> that is his alumni. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is. That's why the only person Matt ever to come. Yeah. Oh, really? That's why? That's why Pat McAfee went there because Adam Vinatieri couldn't because he was traveling to kick for whatever. He was traveling to Pittsburgh to whiff on that fucking kick so the Lures could go to 500. That was a, You'd love that was to see a, it. A beautiful sight. Freebie. So, did, did he kick the ground? We're, we're going off on a tangent, but did he kick the ground on that? No, just the laces, man. It was just strictly laces. Yeah. No, he did hit the ground. He hit the ground. He definitely scuffed it. You know, he, he really duffed that shit like Jason Duffner. And, yeah, it's, <laughs> if you could see my golf game from, like, 80 yards out in the middle of the fairway and watch me just completely tank the shit out of that, that's exactly what he looked like. This would um, be a fantastic time to, like, if we had this little soundbite, 
soundbite just to put in that video of Dale tossing his driver to the woods. Yeah, I was, if Venetary <laughs> had a driver and if his last name was Del Bain, that thing would have been in section 302 after that missed field goal. And he was, he was 16 beers deep on the 14th <laughs> hole of a scramble. Exactly. <laughs> it's been yeah. covered a good bit, but I legitimately have not seen a field goal miss that badly since the Vanderjack kick, man. Like, I have not seen one that badly. The ever. parallels are actually pretty crazy of how, like, they were the exact same kick in like a very similar situation and scenario of like a a much less cocky kicker yes yes (laughs) yeah vanderjack yeah vanderjack was an alcoholic and like was just the most pompous asshole ever seeing him with that was quite amazing i kind of felt bad for adam the video of him pointing and i he was either pointing or clapping at the steelers sidelines when we tried to ice him was is honestly great like and then then he missed that badly all I'll say on that is if, if any viewer that's an Indianapolis Colts fan, when they watch that, if they didn't simultaneously shit and puke at the same time, <laughs> then they're not a true fan because that was fucking egregious. And I'm just laughing my ass off all the way to the bank to cash in my $10 Steelers bet. Yeah. It, 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 took us, it took us back. It was, it was the football gods rewarding us for having to sit through Josh Scobie being our kicker for all of four games. Yes, um, thank you, football gods. We'd like to forget about that. Bringing, <laughs> up, bringing it back to Penn State and Minnesota. There, <laughs> wise, you're, you're completely right that the, the last couple games that, that Minnesota has in store here could really shake up how, how their season unfolds, right? We're looking at them now. They're 8-0, but they could, they could sure as shit finish 8-4 and four and be a complete afterthought. They have Northwestern, who's literally never a good easy out. They have Iowa, who's ranked 18th. They could come off a good win against the, uh, the Badgers this weekend. They have the Badgers rounding out the end of the year. Like, this is, is going to be a week that we're going to figure out if Minnesota's actually pretenders, um, you know, if they're contenders here. Uh, Logan, what are your thoughts? We got Penn State, you know, getting se- – or given seven, rather. I, I look at this as a blowout, to be honest with you. I uh, I don't see how this is a close game other than them making it an 11 a.m. kickoff, which I think they did. That is the biggest, like, we're scared. We can't make this a night game because Penn State will be awake for a night game and will just fucking smoke us. So we have to make it 11 a.m. and hope they're sleeping, I think, is what they're trying to do. I think they know it's their only hope considering, like you guys said, uh, if you look at their schedule, how do you have a one-score game against South Dakota State, Fresno State, Georgia Southern, and then Purdue in four straight weeks. Like, they're pretenders in my eyes. I wish I could bet on an alternate line of this being like 25, minus 25 (laughs) Penn State, because they are going to smoke those stupid fucking groundhogs. It's not going to be close. Well, I can tell you right now, going to the Rivers app, you can take Penn State laying 15 to get uh, plus 20 or plus 235. So. I'm hammering that. I'm, I'm hammering that. And if you're tomorrow. at home, Yogi, hammer it too. And I'm sorry when you wake up on 4 a.m. Sunday and this is an outright loser, hammer it. Yeah, I, I think I think we need a record of the last podcast because I was listening to it um, yesterday. So everything, every time that Logan went oof about a bet that he really liked, I was like, it lost by like a million points. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, the magist, man. <laughs> I also look at it too. Penn State's number four right now. In the, we just got the college football rankings come out for the playoff committee. Like this is going to be a yes. game that's going to be very, very good for them if they beat another ranked team away. Um, it's going to look really good for the resume. They're going to come out with something to prove. I just really don't see how James Franklin doesn't have this team ready to go. Uh, you know, obviously a conference opponent is going to be that much more sweet. Um, right now, and, and just to give you guys a, an understanding on kind of where the public's leaning right now. Only 65% of the bets are on, on 
Penn State covering the seven points and 55% of the money's on Penn State, which to me seems relatively even when I would typically yeah. expect Penn State to be a landslide here. Yeah. I like I like that a lot, and I I didn't even really consider the. Uh, I think it might actually hurt Minnesota that they're undefeated because like people are saying they're for real now, so Penn State won't think they're like some dog shit team. Because if Minnesota had like three losses and it was at eleven a.m., I would honestly probably be more worried that Penn State would be asleep for this one. But I think they're gonna. I just think they're gonna blow them out. Awesome. I mean, Minnesota clearly doesn't have their heart and soul. Play Cashman any after that on their defense. So I mean, that's <laughs> obviously a huge loss. T.Y. scouting report, TM. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly on this game, over and under, currently the aggregate sitting at 47.5. I've been seeing 47, 48, 66% of the bets through the public are on the under. 57% of the money is also under 47.5. T.Y.'s, what say you? Um, I'm definitely going with the, the Penn State cover on this one. I mean, it's pretty clear. I, mean, I, I see K.J. Hamler going off as he does every game. Um, definitely see him scoring two touchdowns. And, I mean, their running backs have been really, really solid in the last few weeks. And Journey Brown has really kind of showed out as the, the lead back there. I see him having a big day, too. I don't see them stopping him. Are they covering? Or are, yeah. are, they, are yeah. they hitting the over 48? Um, yeah, I think you're hitting over 48. I don't think either team's defense is that crazy. I think um, Penn State could get the over. It's one of those situations if you bet Penn State and you bet the over, you can't lose both. Like, I, I think Penn like State could get close. 35-17 game or something like that. yeah exactly cool cool well they're going to round it out winning 30 to 17 the under is going to hit and we're all going to lose some money on the over um, <laughs> could end up exactly like the iowa game which we thought was yes 100 for some reason moving forward we're going to the 330 slot here game number two we're looking at the number the 20th rank kansas state uh going away at the texas longhorns texans or texas rather the longhorns are laying seven um, they, they now have three losses. They're going up against a six and two Kansas State team at home who just beat Oklahoma. They're still laying seven here. Uh, how are we feeling about this, Mr. Wise? I'm quite confused about the line, honestly, um, because Texas has just stunk. Like they've been really bad. Like who, it, the games that they've won, like I don't like they've just been awful. Like the West Virginia game was sickening to watch. The Oklahoma State game, uh, they randomly went for two at the end there, which helped me cover in that game, but. I mean, the, the Kansas the Kansas game, only winning by two at home, is straight-up embarrassing. Like, I, I don't know if they ring a bell or something after they win there, but it definitely should not have been done. <laughs> I saw that. I think they were singing a song in the locker room. I was like, I just – I'd pack up if you're, if you're on They beat. should have killed Bevo after that one is what they should have done. <laughs> that was a piss-poor performance. They gave yeah. up 48 points. Yeah. To I Kansas, mean, to Les Miles. Can- when, uh, Les Miles didn't have an offense when he was at LSU. You <laughs> let his Kansas team hang 48 on you with a bunch of farmers. Unbelievable. Yeah, so I think Kansas is obviously coming in pretty confident, but I think they're also coming in focused after they're, after being in Oklahoma. I don't think they're coming in too cocky. Um, there's really no reason to come in cocky against Texas, um, being <laughs> Kansas State. Um, is the old-ass coach still there? No. Okay. He is alive, but he's not there. <laughs> Because that that would have been I would have hammered the money line. I mean, not the money line. I would have hammered probably one of those plus fifteen bets if if he's over there. But, I'm pretty um, sure the stadium's like named after him or something crazy. Like that's how long he was there. Something like that. Well, he was he's there for the like coach. twenty years and then left and came back and they made yeah. like a fiesta bowl and got yes. smoked by Dan Thomas in Oregon. Yep, golden watch. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely take uh, Kansas State um, with the, the the points here. There's really no reason I could see them t- winning out. Um, they, I really like the quarterback. I think he's kind of kind of swaggy, got the swagger to him. Um, definitely better than Colin Klein back in the day, past Heisman candidate. If you guys remember, 
him. But, <laughs> you uh, think he's better than Colin Klein? I think he's better than Colin Klein. Dude, Colin Klein lost all my respect. I used to get ESPN magazines back in the day, and and they interviewed him, and he said he he, he was married at the time in college, and so he, he oh, never kiss, mind. All right, yep, you're he, right. He didn't kiss his girlfriend until he was at the altar. Oh, okay, <laughs> pretender. I'll take this. Oh wow, this their quarterback's name. I forgot his name is Skyler. So mm-hmm. I mean, pick pick your poison with Kansas State quarterbacks. Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at this. Kansas money line or Kansas State money line is plus one ninety five. Um, I don't know if that's that's juicy enough for me to take, uh, especially when they're laying seven. At least right now on the Rivers app, they're laying – they are laying seven. Um, looked like it was seven and a half for a little bit there, but moved back down to seven. So that's typically what you're going to find right now, especially this close to the game. Um, I'd probably lean Texas on this, to be honest with you. I, I think even though they got three oh. losses, um, I think Ellinger needs to have some sort of bounce back because, remember, a lot of these guys – even though playoff hopes are, are just completely out of sight right now, a lot of these guys are still playing for their next paycheck, right? Um, we're looking <laughs> to get senior bowl invites. We're looking to, you know, move on That's to the next true. level. So, like, Texas is still a powerhouse team in the Big 12, so I definitely expect them to at least be, you know, presentable, and especially when they're playing at home. Um, I would take Texas lane seven. Um, Logan, did you take a, a final pick on this? Are you taking <sighs> – I, this scares me because it feels like a sucker bet with a number. Like, it seems like Kansas State should be the better team. I hate Tom Herman. I fucking hate Tom. I hate betting with Tom Herman, which makes me – that's the only reason I want to go Kansas State here. But it feels like a sucker bet, so I probably actually won't put money on this. But if I were to, I would lean Kansas State because I just hate fucking Tom Herman. Yeah, he's a psychopath. Um, but- he, yes. <laughs> I, I look at this game in a very similar light that I would look to as the Buffalo Bills um, laying or, or, or getting points rather at Cleveland with Buffalo being, you know, a six and two team going against a two and six Cleveland team. You look at it and you say, hey, why is the underperforming team laying points? I, I do think it is a trap game and, and odds makers are, are pushing you to take the points with the 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 higher ranked team in this in this instance right now when I look at the bets sixty seven percent of the public is betting on Kansas State plus seven sixty one percent of the money is on them so you do have a couple sharp guys leaning back Texas minus seven but um, over and under we're sitting at fifty seven and a half what are you guys feeling about that uh, I see this I think that's an under just because how much Kansas State quarterbacks are notorious and I'm Skyler is going to be running the ball a lot. Ellinger is a fucking bulldog that just puts his shoulder down and runs 20 times a game. See a lot of time coming off the clock, not a lot of incomplete passes and stuff of that nature. I think I just saw two straight games where Kansas State threw like 12 passes in each. So I think a lot of time's going to tick off. I think that goes under. So, T-Wise, what do you think? Because we have right now, as it stands at, you know, we're recording here almost 8 p.m. on a Friday, right? We're, we're mm-hmm. very close to game time. The over and under at 57 and a half, 62% of the bets are on the over. So we have a majority of the public betting over 57 and a half. We're looking at Big 12, but only 40% of the money is on the over. So we have a lot of sharp bettors leaning on the under. You think that's low enough that sucker in the public to go higher? I think I think I would definitely go on this. I think it's going to be one of those weird games where, like, the Big 12 magically has a defense because you're just betting the over. And then you watch it, and just this defense is just coming out of nowhere. Um I think it could be one of those games where it ends 24-17, something like that. Um, so I, d- I would definitely push towards the under on this. I'm not a betting man in this game, but I think I'd go the under here as well. I would still lay the seven points with Texas uh, just because I think it's going to be one of those 
just individual matchups where somehow one way or the other, you know, it's not working out for the uh, the ranked team here. So I, I'd take Texans minus seven. I'm not actually betting on this, but that's probably where I'd lean. Now, moving forward, this is going to be the matchup of the year that everyone is, is heralding out here. We have the top-ranked LSU Tigers heading in to Alabama, ranked number two. We have Bama laying six. Um, it's a matchup we've all been waiting for. The over and under is actually hanging out at a massive 62.5 right now, 63 in some places. Um, T-Wise, I'll start with you. What should we expect from these juggernauts moving forward? Another game where I am completely upset the fact that it's a 3.30 game. Like, why is this not pushed to primetime? What are the primetime games that we're, we're running from? Like, what, what do we get t- this weekend? I'm honestly curious. We have, Iowa State. we have Oklahoma and Iowa State at 8 p.m. What oh, is your fucking do. primetime game? And at Oklahoma, too. So, you know, that's going to be like, it's going to be a blowout. Like, it's not, at, if it was at Iowa State, I understand. They're like, let's watch Oklahoma get upset again. Why not. would this not be? I understand, like, you can move around schedules, like, depending on how things shape up to this point in time. But how on earth was this not a primetime game before the season? Like, week one. It should, yeah, I, I, Th- this is infuriating that the two best games this week, local time, start at 11 a.m. and fucking 2.30 p.m. <laughs> what? And then we have to wait until 8 p.m. to watch Iowa State play Oklahoma. What is going on? That makes no it's sense. Very upsetting. And then we have to wait till, till 11 p.m. Eastern <laughs> 3 a.m. To, to watch, watch the Samoans, damn it. Come on. <laughs> but, so Anyways, back, game... back to it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, the big thing I think that a lot of people are overlooking, actually, I'm obviously, I'm big on Joe Burrow. I think he, he's, a, he's a tank. Um, he's won me some money, a good bit of money this year. Um, but with them losing Michael DeVinci Jr., their, their big linebacker, I think that's going to be massive. I don't know. I don't even know what happened. Like, he just left the program before the biggest game of the season. Um, suppose he's the heart and soul of their defense, just leaving. Um, that's going to be pretty hard. I don't know if that's – I think it's more so of a shit we don't have this guy anymore, more so than a, like, let's pl- build around and win for Michael DeVinci Jr., which is just an awful name for a middle linebacker. Um, <laughs> I, I hate saying it, but I, I kind of look at it as like a, a Drew Hunter situation. Oh, um, no. Sh- shout, out, shout out, Drew. Uh, we miss you, buddy. Um, He's still alive for the yeah. listeners that don't know him, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, keep going. We'll miss you, buddy. But uh, at the same time, yeah, I, I, I still see LSU, I think, covering this game um i think joe burrow is going to show out i think this is going to be his um real push for like the heisman candidate i don't think he's going to win it i don't think he should win it but i think this is going to be his heisman game that really pushes him to be like hey like this is definitely should be the number one pick in the draft um i can see him being outshining Tua in this game uh i think anytime you come back from an injury of any sort you miss a few games and thrown in an sec defense i don't i don't see you being successful um, and in the last few years i mean Two has struggled when he's when he's had his his ankle hurt. Um, you look at the the Georgia game last year where Jalen Hurts bailed him out. Um, he he was very unsuccessful just because I don't know if it's because he couldn't run or what, but uh, he definitely doesn't look himself. And I, I I see that even with this magical surgery that the Alabama witch doctor saw him. <laughs> the Alabama ankles, what they're calling it. <laughs> does it does it give you reason to pause knowing that the Tigers haven't beat the Crimson side? Um, literally since 2011, when they had the, the quote unquote game of the century, when they won nine to six, they haven't won since. Does that give you any reason 
to have any concerns? No, at all. I mean, I think those teams are – every team year after year is completely different. I, I don't think this is a particularly strong Alabama team, which is weird to say. I mean, it's better than 99.9% of teams in the nation, but I don't think it's – compared to the past, I don't think it's is as good. I think that really attributes to their defense being not as good. Um, but also, LC defense, I think, is really shoddy. That showed itself during the Texas game. Um, so, if anything, I, I see this as like a high-scoring game where it's like 35-28, something like that, back in the day. Um, like it used to be when you had TJ Yeldon's there um, and everything like that. Um, I still don't see it being a 9-6 game at all. Logan, how are you feeling about it? Well, going back, what? so did they ever come out about the, like, um, what was it? How do you say his name? Is it Divinity or what? Like, no idea. Ed Ogeron was just like, yeah, that's a closed door. Like, he's not coming back. Like, what did they, like, is there some sort of legal, like, what is going on with that? Did anything ever, like, he's just gone. I think it will come out. I think it will come out eventually that something happened. That like he didn't like gumbo or something. So Coach O was just like, "You are off my fucking team immediately." (laughs) Um, So I for what for some dumb reason, my brain is telling me that Alabama is going to win this. And I for whatever reason, the number that's stuck in my head is they're going to win it by six. Which is that is that a push right now? That is a push as it stands right now. (sighs) That would be such AIDS. I don't want that to happen. I don't see – I mean, we're going to have – come on, MAGA, Mr. Trump in the building for this in Alabama. I mean, that place is going to be fucking rocking whenever they show that guy. It's going to be a lot of – it's going to be a sea of red. I don't think that's really going to bother LSU, but I just think the atmosphere and everything about it and just Saban has a deal with the devil that I don't think Coach O does. I just see Alabama winning this one just in – just typical, like, rip the nation's heart out fashion just because, I mean, I think everyone loves Coach O. I love Coach O. I just don't see Saban letting him win this one off of a week. I mean, they both had bye weeks, so that could be helpful. I also don't think this is one of those slobber knocker, 6-9 bullshit games like Y said. I think this could be, like, the Oregon-Alabama um, national championship game that was, like, 43-38 or whatever it was. I think this could be a really high-scoring one. But I don't know if it gets as high as, as I just say, it's going to be 43, 38. I don't know if we're going to hit that over, though. I, I, but I do think we're going to get to, like, you know, 21, 28. You know, each team scoring three or four touchdowns. But I just think Alabama wins it. I don't know why I have that gut feeling. But as soon as I saw the line, I just thought Alabama's going to win this thing. I'm, I'm kind of leaning the same way. And I, I definitely think home field definitely plays a huge part in this. I look back at LSU's wins. They've got a 23 to 20 win over number 12, Auburn. They got a 42-28 win over the number 10-ranked Florida Gators. Um, earlier in the season, they beat Texas 45-38. to They have a, a good bit of, of solid wins here. They are certainly deserving of being number one. And you look back at Alabama's record, and it's a year over year. Everything is just so suspect, right? Who are we playing? New Mexico State, Southern Miss, uh, some of you know Arkansas, Duke, some of these um, you know, lower or less teams that, that were really just kind of shelling out a ton of money to play them. That being said, I still think Saban has been gearing up Alabama to be ready for this game um, for the entire year. So uh, I'm not going to put any money on this just because it would absolutely ruin, ruin the game for me here. Um, but I would probably just lean Bama just because I think that's, you know, kind of how things are going to shake out. Now, with that's that such being a weak said, move, Dale. Such a weak move that you're betting <laughs> on this game. Yeah. You got to do the over at least. Give you something to cheer about. Give you some points to cheer about. Cool. Over. All right. Well, hey, so – Last question before I go to cool. kind of where the public's at, you fucking jagoffs. Um, We're getting them off script. Does does a loss here for either team kick them out of the playoffs? It depends. Mm. 
So I think – see, I think you can't let LSU out because of their schedule because, I mean, look at the teams they've beaten. Um, if they lose a close one, I think they're both still in. And, but even if, like, even if LSU beats Alabama, I don't think – like the Alabama bias is just unbelievable. I don't think they would let them out. I just think they would look back and say, well, well their one loss was against the best team in the country. And then if Alabama goes and beats Auburn – but then they, even then they have – what is that two win? I don't think they played anyone else ranked. So you have two ranked wins and Auburn. I mean, LSU also beat Auburn. So, I mean, it's kind of hard if LSU blows them out. I think they leave Alabama out any other circumstance. I don't think a team gets left out. I don't, I don't think there's any way Bama can make it if they don't win. Honestly, if they, if they I, win, they're I, not going to win the SEC. And then I think there's too many teams to be stacked up behind them. Cause I don't see Oklahoma losing to Baylor either time they play them. Um, so I think you got to put Oklahoma in over Bama then. Um, I I agree. I think it should be that way, but for whatever reason, I think it won't be that. I see other dude Saban that deal with the devil. Someone's gonna drop a game and they're gonna sneak in as a four if they have to. I just see it happening. It's. Yeah. I think you're. I think two wise are right. That really depends on how everything behind them shakes out because there is a nice standing line waiting behind them a- after after LSU. Depending on how this game works, Alabama's got Mississippi State. Then they have Western Carolina. Catamounts. I don't know what a fucking catamount is. <laughs> that that spread is going to be me. seventy points, and then they're facing Auburn. And and who's to say Auburn's, you know, still going to be, you know, they should blow the doors off Auburn. Bo Nix, they have an eighteen-year-old quarterback. Yeah, that shouldn't even count yeah. as a good win. So, for them. so yeah, cool. So as it stands right now, uh, from public money, fifty-eight percent of the bets are on LSU. So we have a favorable line for LSU. Sixty-four percent of the money's coming in on LSU with them getting six points. So we have sharp betters favoring LSU. I don't know if sharp betters are also buying into the Joe Burrow hype from a lot of recency bias on that part, just because Alabama has been so quiet. Um, I, I still just really have no idea how this one's going to shake out as far as the over under the over and under 62 and a half right now, which you would think is typically high with, with two defensive juggernauts here, 63% of the bets are on the under but only 47% of the money's on the under. That is a Short massive wow. swing. 63 bets, but 47% money. Like, so many sharp bettors are looking to hammer this over. The public keeps driving the number down. Um, over. I, we got to hit I'm, that over. I'm definitely looking for a shootout, and I think there's going to be a defensive touchdown that's scored, and whoever scores that's going to be the team that wins. Ooh, I, Ooh, like I, like I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that a lot. Stamp uh, that Tony two times. <laughs> Stamp it. Tony two bets coming at you live. Maybe I'll put some money on it. Um, moving forward to the actual 330 game that everybody's going to be watching. Uh, <laughs> Georgia Southern takes on Troy. I'll make this quick. We have Georgia Southern's giving, <laughs> giving Troy three points. Uh, I, I have no idea a single thing about this fucking game. Logan Weaver, the trigger ginger. Give us your thoughts. Um, so this is going to sound so fucking stupid and is probably not going to shake out in my factor or in my factor in my favor. Um, but this is what I'm going off of here. So I bet on app state for probably the last like 20 weeks and Georgia Southern dominated them. They run this offense that I am in love with. They run a, a triple option, like a wishbone from the shotgun. It's something you got to see. I love it. I love everything about it. I like their coach a lot. They're going to Troy. Um, I fucking hate Troy just because it's a stupid name for a town, first off. Um, it's like having a town named, like, Joshua or something stupid. Hate that. 
Um, TY sent me a video once of some weird ass recruiting video or something that Troy made that has really turned me off to their program. <laughs> it, it, um, now the now the West Virginia head coach was yeah, it was a very strange video. I think <laughs> some of those guys are still on the staff there. Um, Georgia Southern has won their last four games over some pretty solid opponents. Um, those opponents being South Alabama. Coastal Carolina, New Mexico State, and then of course App State, who was number twenty at the time. Um, they're fi- they're five and three. Um, they also shout out to our earlier pick, little callback here. They only lost to the Golden Gophers by three points up in cold Minnesota. They're going to be down here in the hot sun. I think they cover this. I think they cover it close. It's going to be a nail biter. Anyone that takes this, uh, Yogi, shout out to you for taking my picks. You're going to be. Uh, pretty nervous out there when you wake up at 9 a.m. and this game's over because you're eight hours behind but I think Georgia Southern is gonna uh win this one I think they might win it by you know five or six but they're gonna cover yeah my only thoughts on this game is one time I was driving down to uh Myrtle Beach <laughs> somehow managed to drive through a town and see a sign that says Troy University I said wow this place fucking sucks so Georgia Southern we're taking you laying three points Moving. You went through Alabama to get to Myrtle Beach. Uh, where was it at? Maybe it was. Uh, was it fucking? Was it? It could have been when we went to Panama City. There you go. That, that was, was it. probably that it. was it. That was Listen, it. Listen, not Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Christ, all these fucking thirty-hour drives all take a toll on me. It's all the same. Um, next game. I the- will say. I will say. Georgia Southern went up into the cold, cold Minnesota and beat them in the seventy-one percent. 71 degree temperature in the cold Minnesota when you play. There you go. There you go. That's cool. It's, I'll have you know, down here in Jacksonville, it's 65, and I wore a jacket today. So that's cold for us. That's very cold for us. I got really fucked off this morning when I forgot to go preheat my car before I got getting ready for work. So um, <laughs> moving right along to the, uh, the prime time Saturday matchup, 8 p.m. Guys, we're going to be tuned up from a lot of earlier losses, going to be a little disgruntled. But we're tuning in to Iowa State playing number nine ranked Oklahoma. Oklahoma's lane four and a half or 14 and a half, rather. I was They're, like, Jesus Christ. Oh, dude, I, dude, I was like, <laughs> freak out. I was like, that shifted. Yeah, Christ. They're laying 14 and a half, a little over two toddies. They're coming off a of bye week. Hopefully, they're fully recovered from uh, that heartbreaking loss they had at Kansas State going down 48 to 41. Uh, T-Wise, what do you think we should expect from this Jalen Hurts-led Oklahoma Sooner team? I mean, I kind of alluded to it earlier. I don't think it's – I think the the home away part of this game is playing huge. I know you're not a big fan of doing the home field advantage, but it being in Oklahoma, uh, the Boomer Sooner is up and running again. Or Boomer Schooner is a Boomer Schooner. Could is that be. what it is? The, the, uh, the wagon is all put back together. They're going to be they're they're going to be rolling. I know it's not actually put back together yet. They're not bringing it back till next year, sadly. But it will be rolling. Um, after the loss last week, definitely it's that wake up call for Oklahoma. I feel like they always have some dumbass loss in the Big Twelve, um, at some point in the season. Iowa State's not going to stand a chance. Um, Jalen Hurts has been squat at in the squat rack for seven straight days. He's going <laughs> to run over every single little linebacker that Iowa State has. Uh, and they're going to win big. Uh, the line is a dumb line. Should be much higher. I don't see this being even close. So where is Iowa State getting this this favorable matchup from? I have no idea. Just I being really Iowa don't. State, but the fact it's not there is huge. Like they and don't also, they yeah. don't upset people at away. Like they upset people at their place. And so, they surprise teams. They, they just Oklahoma just lost. They're not going to be like sleepwalking into a five and three. Like, I, I was still has a favorable record. Like, they're not a tr- – like, when they beat Oklahoma State when it was Justin Blackman and uh, 
Oh, what's his fucking nuts that the Browns Brandon drafted? Whedon. Brandon Whedon. They were like two and four or two and five and something. Like, of course they were sleepwalking for that. They're going to get their doors blown off, I think. I'm, I'm in total agreement. Now, when I, when I say I'm not a fan of the home field advantage, I, it's more so for like NFL games. Uh, I think the NFL teams have done such a good job of being able to um, like tune out all the other distractions. I think it, they're so regimented in their day-to-day job in the NFL that I don't really necessarily think home field advantage plays that big of a role in it. I, I definitely think with college, it's, it plays so much more of a factor. you got 18, 19, 20-year-olds you know, coming into something like fucking Death Valley, looking at 100,000 strong, one to kill them. Like, I, that's definitely intimidating. I, I think for anyone from uh, Iowa State coming into Oklahoma here, uh, definitely going up against uh, a, a, just a high-octane offense, um, I, I think they're going to blow the doors off these this guys This is too. the perfect 330 game. This is pissing me this, off. This yes, and and then you and then you're like, wow, that was a great game to watch. I won that bet, and then you watch the fucking LSU and Alabama game. But no, that's at two thirty local time. So, I, and I will say just to to err on the side of caution, um, from where public money lines standing on this one, sixty seven percent of the bets are on Oklahoma. So we've got two thirds of the bets coming in on Oklahoma. Seventy-one percent of the money's on them. So even though we have a heavy public favorite, we still have sharps coming in which makes me wonder why this line isn't even going higher. Um, I definitely think this is a value at this at, at 14 and a half. Uh, uh, they'll probably end up, end up, end up win by 14 since I say that now. Um, <laughs> also, too, the over-under is at 69 points. 70% oh, nice. of the bets are on the over. 82% of the money's on the over. So this is, again, another one of those things where the public is heavily favored in going over 69 in the Big 12 matchup, and nice. the Sharps are still pushing more money in that favor as well. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? I don't think I go over. Again? What was Six, the number? The over under 69. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I think that I – don't, I don't see Iowa State honestly scoring more than 14 points in this game. Oklahoma, I was just about to say that. Yeah, Oklahoma's defense isn't as bad as it normally is, but it's also not that great either. But I just don't see Iowa State. Their, their offense is honestly horrendous too. Um, it should be a lot better. Um, so I don't see them scoring more than 14. So that just kind of leaves Oklahoma scoring more than like 35, 42, something was, like that. Yeah. And the number that's in my head is like too close. 45, 14. I think 69 is a good number. Uh, good number. Nice. Poss- I would either go under under here or don't bet it at all. Stay that, away from it. That's my sentiment as well. If I look back just so a couple quick games, Oklahoma against West Virginia, 52 to 14. We figured at 66, that would have went under. Um, Oklahoma and Texas, 34, 27. Uh, that's 61. That would have been under, um, just looking at a couple of these games, Oklahoma, UCLA, 48, 14, like a lot of these games definitely would be under. And I think some of these teams have better offenses than Iowa state, um, from my relative scope of knowledge. So I'd probably lean the under here as well. Um, so last, last game here, we have San Jose state and Hawaii 11 PM Eastern time, Hawaii's lane, seven and a half points. I don't know anything about these Polynesians. I'm never coherent or awake to ever remember a single play that they ever run. Logan, how you feeling about this, pal? So whenever I said I wanted to bet this game, I had no intentions of betting either side. I'm all for this 76 and a half, 77 over, considering how much both these teams score. Uh, San Jose State actually probably throws it around more and scores just as much as Hawaii. Um, they're, I mean, they're are pretty bad, but they score a lot of points. They've scored 42, 34, 38, 32. I mean, 
that's the last five games. Um, I think Hawaii is probably good for 49, 52 points on them. I think they're good for probably 35, 38 points because Hawaii's defense is absolutely trash. Now that they say this, it's probably going to be like a fucking typhoon or something out there, and it's going to be 14 to 6. But I think both these teams are just going to put up unbelievable numbers. I think one of Hawaii's games recently had like 100 total points. I think that's the same thing that's going to happen here. I would go over here. T-wise, how you feeling about it? I was – that was Logan's answer because I was ready to tear him apart for picking Hawaii in this game <laughs> the whole day. Because we, me and Logan text back and forth a good bit about what we're betting on the week and everything, and he said Hawaii for a while. And San Jose State has been one of those West Coast teams that I have just stayed away from at all costs um, this whole year. I, I love betting some late games that I can just stay up and watch till 3 a.m., just tearing my fucking hair out watching. Because um, it's something to do. Exactly. <laughs> So San Jose State, Air Force, and BYU are the three teams this year that if they're in a game, I'm staying the fuck away just because they surprise, like, everyone they play, it seems. Um, So, I mean, I'm with Logan with the over. I mean, I would probably honestly take San Jose State in this game over Hawaii um, if you're going to do it. Uh, Cole Cole McDonald, our boy, um, two two interception prone. Um, and when he's throwing the ball 60 times a game, you're going to get, like, four picks in this game, no matter how bad San Jose State's defense is. Um, so that's kind of how I, I see that shaking out. I have no thoughts on this game. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> zero. Josh Love is going to sling that thing, man. That guy throws it probably 40 times a game as soon as he State's quarterback. Got a nice color scheme with that blue and yellow. I think I probably would actually go with San Jose State here and not Hawaii. Um, so I'm glad you really prepared yourself there, T-Wise. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm definitely all in on the over here. I really don't, I really don't care about either side. I just want a million points. Yeah, so... Is the quarterback really Josh Love? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's his name. Because they have Jordan Love out, too, out in Utah State. And I was curious, I'm curious now if they're related. Oh, I, never, I didn't even really think about that. Yeah, that could be. Um, they do look similar. They might be. Good eye. I'm going to see. They've got a really good wide receiver. I forget what his name is. Uh, he's number 84, call God. Um, he's really solid. And Hawaii's Josh Love. Just at- Josh Love looks like a fucking dickhead. That guy's not related to Jordan Love. All right. Well, there Sorry, we go. Josh Love. But he looks like some, like, I don't know. He looks like a Votech kid to me. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> shout out to all of our hardworking plumbers and first responders out there. TYs, I think you look like a Neanderthal. Um, so, Jordan Love. Jordan Love looks like Colin Kaepernick. All right, well, I, I, I didn't know that. I did not know that. You said they I, looked alike. I, I and I had no idea what the other one looked like. I'll be honest. I had no idea. I don't even know who Jordan Love is. Um, t- Tony, um, you, thinking about you know if you have a bunch of losses on Saturday, think about sprinkling a little something on the over here or no? All right. He was he was upset by my Votech comment. <laughs> Tony is a <laughs> Tony is a support. All Anyways. right, so my uh, yeah my connection definitely sucked, and uh, we had some technical difficulties. So uh, Dale we had, a, had technical. Difficulties. I yes. sure did. <laughs> hey, Mister Postman, yeah, that's me. Fuck. All right, so uh, final game. <laughs> we thought we were going to wrap it up there with that riveting matchup with San Jose State uh, at Hawaii here. But actually, we just have one more uh, courtesy of Barry Warner, who couldn't be on this podcast because he just adopted a new baby kitten and he had to take his lady out for a nice steak dinner tonight. So 
Cheers to you, pal. Get fucked. Uh, right now, we're going to review uh, the number 16. Can we right, clarify Wisconsin. what you mean by baby kitten? He bought a cat. He bought a cat? Sure yes. did. Warner does not strike me as a cat person. I like Warner cats. loves cats. Then, I like cats, too. I didn't I know, know that he would be a cat person. I Warner, have big no cat idea person. How, how Warner's been striking you for the past 18 years. Cause, yeah, big Warner's, cat guy. He is the biggest cat guy in the, in the banter. I'll be honest, my, my friendship with Warner is, is rather new. I know him, but I <laughs> I haven't really hung out with him until to, to I joined the band. Or so. Well, well, you don't really know him then. Um, no. The, <laughs> but <laughs> we can only imagine how he's leaning on this game. Uh, the 16th-ranked <laughs> Badgers are hosting the 18th-ranked Iowa Hawkeyes at 4 p.m. Uh, so this is going to be a little bit later uh, after the game of the century here. So it's going to be going on at the same time as Alabama LSU. So clearly so many fucking people are going to be watching this. But, you know, Barry Warner is going to be tuned up. He's going to be half a bottle on New Amsterdam, deep, chilling out, ripping for this one. What are your boys' thoughts on this one? Did you – anyone see what the over-under is for this game? I can 38. Pull it up right now. 30, 38 points. And I don't know if I'd bet that over. I, I, <laughs> I think – It's going to be a sloppy, sloppy game. I think Wisconsin wins like – 14 nothing. Iowa sucks. Their offense is fucking – where is this? Is this in Camp Randall? Yes. Okay, yeah. Wisconsin, I think, wins like 14-3 or something stupid. An ugly game. I think that under still hits, though. Dude, how is Iowa's points per game 24.4? When did oh these points happen? What? No, no, no. That's – did they – I'm looking at it right now. Their the points per game is – it doesn't make sense at all. What's going on there, Tony? What's going on? Me, I was just walking down the stairs, juggling my tits. Uh, <laughs> the music just got really loud right now. Yeah, Paige has this fucking sound bar ripping. A little bit uh, that you guys are on it. So, so the spread is, the spread's, Wisconsin's giving them nine and a half points. We're taking Iowa, right? Yeah, Iowa doesn't get blown out. As bad as they are, they no, don't get blown out. they do not. Yeah, so we're all leaning Iowa. Fuck Barry Warner. Go Hawkeyes. Awesome. So uh, we have one last thing here. Um, I need to pass off the headphones here to Paige because Paige needs to uh, make an NFL (laughs) pick. (laughs) Hey, talk to the banner boys. You got Mr. Logan. I'm trying to put the left hole in my right hole. Oh, (laughs) Oh, oh, no. Someone's been drinking the wine. (laughs) Take your pick of the litter here, You guys are too loud in my ear holes, honestly. (laughs) Like, it's too loud. I'll try to be more quiet. <laughs> All right, dickhead. We'll Last week, you took the Bills the minus 10. They covered. You called me a dickhead? No, no, no. It's called the triggered answer, dickhead. Uh, we have a lineup here, pal. You have your games. You have your plus minus. Take your pick. I don't. Show me the other picture from last week, like which is the mascots. The mascots? <laughs> oh, Yes. <laughs> The fucking mascot. I don't fucking know. Like any, I can't tell by looking at. You want to know, Paige? You're doing better than the rest of us. I know, idiots. but I need like the correct, you know, format shown in front of me here. The correct format, pal. You love the word, pal. Sure. <laughs> All right, make a pick. <clears throat> is great potting right now <laughs> that game's already over what, wait oh this one's <laughs> over yep 
This is the best fucking content. We save it for last. Stop laughing. The suspense is killing it us. Is, the answer is the Bills. Again. Again. Wow. Again. I think it's a good oh, pick, honestly. Did I pick them it's last a good time? Pick. I like it. I like I it. I, 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 I picked them last time, too. Do you want to pick them again? Oh, I don't even remember. But yeah, my heart is telling me the Bills. Like, I don't know why. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. It's a good pick. You heard it here, folks. Take the Bills. Plus the two and a half or the three. Looks like it's three right now. Gentlemen, how do you feel about that? What's I the money it. line on that? Uh, I don't know what the money line is. I'm walking away. She's turning on some fucking show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not big. It's probably 140 or something like that. Yeah, I was actually say somewhere fucking similar to that. I can give that to you in one second. So Paige's pick them is the Bills laying the points. Money line actually gets you 125. Not Ooh, great. That's, that's awful. Not yeah. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> take the points and take the money. Paige is laying the points with Buffalo Bill for two weeks in a row. Um, that's a wrap for us. Do you guys have anything else for the good of the order? Um, shout out to Lemon Bar, two for one lemon drop shots. That's it for me. Um, all I got to say is I'm going to see some some dude named Sergio for some tables and chairs tomorrow early in the morning in Brooklyn. So if I die, see you guys later. See you on the other side. Trigger Ginzer, fourth wise man. It's been a pleasure. We'll do this again sometime. Thank you, Tony. Thanks for having us on. Deuces. Oh, cut, 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 cut. cut. <laughs> Axe, no, axe, you gotta axe, keep it together, dude. Axe, Otherwise, I'm axe. gonna lose it. <laughs> Cut. <laughs>